healing and finding hope through conversations and curiosities about the afterlife. Open your mind and heart to the possibility that our spirit lives on. We want to help free you from pain and help you find the light at the end of your tunnel. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. A rose will still be a rose in heaven, but it will smell 10 times sweeter. And this is by Meg Woodson. That's a neat thought. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you smell things all the time, but you never think, oh, when I get to that next realm, those smells are going to be even more beautiful than before. And just like we've read in other examples of stories too, they talk about colors being brighter and better. So why wouldn't yeah. smells be better? Yeah. So I can't wait for that. And with that, this next chapter, we're doing smelling a fragrance, which is an olfactory ADC. It is a pretty common type of communication. Aromas have strong effects on our, our emotions because they have a great sense of personal. They'll types. trigger, they'll trigger yeah. something in you. It's like, yes. you can, you can not be thinking about someone and all of a sudden you smell something that reminds you of them and it triggers and opens up emotions and thoughts. So that is a, a cool concept. Well, thousands of personal stories from people around the world just prove there is something after this life, which is what you and I love to talk about all the time. And hundreds of these stories are in this book that we're reading, Hello from Heaven by Bill and Judy Guggenheim. This is a collection of hundreds of these personal stories from people who believe that they have been contacted by spirits. So if you're reading along with us, today we're talking about smell. My husband likes to joke, oh, you know, are there smelly ghosts? I'm like, no, that's not <laughs> what that means. <laughs> right. No, because you always go smell. Why would I do anything? But your loved ones know those connections that you have with them in certain scents that will trigger that, oh, they're here. Yes. And it, that smell will fill the room, like whatever right. scent it is. And it just goes, makes you go, ah, oh. like it just yeah. relaxes you and you go, okay, they're here with me right now because that smell, that's them. And here's an example of just how smell triggers things. This wasn't an experience I've had with after losing my granddaddy, but it, it would. I always found this is a weird one, but he drank beer, yet he wasn't an alcoholic or abusive or anything. He's wonderful. Loved my granddaddy. But he had the smell of beer breath as a smell. Right. When I got older, I actually found that to be a very comforting and I know that that's why it sounds really weird, but, <laughs> but I didn't know that until I got older. And I remember someone's beer breath triggering in me, my, the thought of my granddaddy. And I was, right. I was very conflicted. I'll be honest with like, oh, a smell triggering a weird emotion. Like, you know, this smell with this warm hearted, like my granddaddy feeling, it was really right. strange, but, but that's what we're talking about. And this can happen. And if smell can be brought to you from the beyond. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I kept an item of my mom and my dad's like piece of clothing so I can have their scent. So it's not the same, but if you just knowing that you have that scent of that person can 
give you comfort. It's just a great thing to do because you don't get that from your loved ones. You have, I have something else that I can bring in to give me comfort on their smell. Oh, absolutely. And I know that this one wasn't mine either, but it was something I heard of growing up. So I was very familiar with this. My grandfather, but not the same one that drank beer though. Now I have to, (laughs) I realize I have to clarify this. The other grandfather was a chain smoker. No one else in my family smoked. I had this one grandfather and in their little house in Miami, they had one of these industrial type fans in the ceiling that would like suck, you know, air out of the house. But he was a chain smoker. And after he died, I remember my grandmother on several occasions smelling him and the cigarettes when there wasn't any. And this kind of experience can also be experienced by other people who are in the same room at the same time. And the stories we've seen in the book, more than one person can experience it. And I honestly don't remember if when I heard that, I also smelled it. So I knew it was so long ago. I don't really remember. I was also very impressionable. So I probably could have convinced myself I smelled it too, but she, she actually did. And my aunt tells the story and it's funny that she said she had a certain pair of sandals that could be like plastic and stick here, whatever. And she's pretty sure that one time a couple of cigarette butts got stuck on her shoe. And then when she was in the kitchen with my grandmother, they came off there on the floor. So then my grandmother turns around and sees cigarette butts and nearly hit the floor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She freaked out. My aunt had to calm her down and go, no, no, I think they were on my shoe. I think they're on my shoe. (laughs) it's not him dropping those cigarette butts on the floor there you go yeah but it could be i don't know maybe never know yeah maybe maybe he was the one that made sure they got stuck on her shoe so they end up in there right yes you never like they have their way of like okay you're gonna smell it plus you're gonna see it to bring you back to that moment in your life with me so And some people will have little contracts and we've talked about this before too, where like my dad said, okay, the first one who goes, try to contact the other one, you know, and he's, he's held up his end, but this book refers to that too, where there are couples and spouses usually that say this kind of stuff that'll say, all right, whoever goes first, make sure you find a way to reach me. And they do, and they come through. And that's probably one way that your grandpa was like, Hey, Hey, honey. Yeah, I'm here. I'm still here. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm still smoking. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, but it's 10 times sweeter. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. So were there Um, any stories that stood out to you in this book that you liked? Yeah, there was, there were some in there. There's actually a lot, but there's two that particularly got to me. One was Pat, who she lost her 21-year-old son to a drunk driver who hit him while he was walking. And about six months later, she was just sitting in her kitchen, doing her thing, reading the paper, you know, just normal day. And all of a sudden she got this enormous, strong smell of flowers. And she's like, wait, is there, and like, she was looking around, seeing if there was any flowers, anybody else that came in that might have that scent on them. And she's like, I was all alone. and this scent lasted for about, she said about five minutes, but then she realized it was Bryce, her son, because it was a special day. And he wanted to make sure she knew that he was there with her on that special day. And it was mother's day. 
So she, he gave her that smell of flowers on Mother's Day. And he also said telepathically to her, said, Mom, I'm still here. I'm close to you. I'm remembering you particularly on Mother's Day. And I believe that's beautiful because, you know, certain days are harder than others right. for when you lose a loved one. And being a mom and losing, I don't know if this was her only child, but yeah. having it be Mother's Day, having to deal with, okay, how am I going to celebrate without my son right. anymore? And he came back to her and said, I'm still here. I love you. Here's some flowers. How beautiful is that? It's heartwarming to know that they know what days are going to hurt you the most. And they're there for you on those certain days. We're definitely not alone. And this book reinforces that concept constantly that they're still in touch with us and what's going on in our lives. They're aware, they care, they're here for us. They're looking out after us. It's, it's so, so beautiful. It is. There was a story that I liked where Catherine was a woman who at 75 years of age, she passed away from cancer and she visited her daughter using a scent that she knew would be unique to her. And it was the scent of green apples. And the daughter's way of telling the story was she said that one afternoon, just a couple weeks after my mother died, I was laying on my bed sobbing and suddenly my room flooded with the scent of green apples. I stopped crying in a flash and sat up in bed, sniffing the air like a bird dog. (laughs) And that's a neat thing too. The smell can, it can pull you out of whatever funk you're in, right? Yes, because (laughs) it will change your mood like in an instant. Yeah. Yeah. And she said it was it was no little or maybe or maybe not kind of thing. My whole bedroom was permeated with this wonderful aroma. The green apple smell was, it just filled the room and it didn't go away right away. It lasted for a full minute or possibly longer. And she added that her mother had a wonderful air freshener that she used in her home that was the fragrance of green apples. And she never smelled that anywhere else. She always loved it. She always made a big to-do over it, how much she loved it. It was the only scent that she would identify with her mother and no one else. So that's how she knew that this was a signal from her mother. It was, she said, I know this was a signal from her to help me get out of, or to get my act together. She said, I was so grateful for the contact and it helped me enormously. And sometimes we need that little yeah. kick in the pants. Yeah. I was just going to say, we need that kick in that and yes. <laughs> to, get, to get us out of that funk, to get us up and going again. So that was a great story for her daughter. She was helping her daughter like, hello, you're, you're You're not dead too. Yeah. You're still alive. Live your life. Come on. They're still here. You have things to do. Your tasks aren't over. And that's, that's constantly their message, which I love is they're saying you're still here for a purpose. You still need to enjoy life. We will be together in no time. I love you. I'm taking care of you, but it's a kick in the pants. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And again, I'm going to go to another story that I loved um, because it kind of reminds me of my my mom because this scent my mom used to wear and have in her bathroom all the time. So Kenneth, his wife passed away to cancer. And one night 
he was like, oh, it's time for me to get ready for bed. So he went to the room, started getting ready for bed. But then all of a sudden, the room like him up with the scent of her after like her bath um, splash and filled up the whole room. And mm. he goes, that's the Gina Tay. <laughs> His wife would use every time after a shower. Mm-hmm. And it just gave him that wow feeling. And it lasted. It wasn't even like a short time. It lasted that that scent. He was right. saying it lasted for like seven to 10 minutes, which is wow. an actual. Yeah long time for that aroma to stay in a room usually. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it didn't just happen that one night. He's had a couple of times where this has happened, where he gets that smell of that gin, and it gives him that, Oh, my wife is still here. Mm-hmm. And it helped lessen his, his grieving. He says he, it, it's just beautiful to know that she's telling him this is his her way of telling him she is okay and she is waiting for for him when he passes and basically it's she's also saying it's not your time yet because right right <laughs> we'll see each other when it's red when it's when you're supposed to be here but right. i'll be here I'll, every so often i'll give you that smell so you can right. think of me and know i'm here with you right in the, our room together again so right. I think that's beautiful. I mean, because that brings me back to my mom, like I said, of her always using that powder uh, yeah. after yeah. after her bath. And then I was like, okay. Yeah. It's it's funny and it's cute. Like right. certain scents that just make you smile. And that one made me smile and kind of giggle because I was like, yeah, you know <laughs> what? I probably, if I smelt that Gina Tay, I'd probably be like, mom, right, right. are you here? Yeah. So so it's yeah. a, it's great to know just those little things, right? You don't realize those little tiny things that will bring you that much more peace and healing during your time of grieving. And it always comes up like so unexpectedly, and yet it wakes someone up out of whatever thought process they're in. They're immediately yeah. drawn to the attention of their loved one. Yes, that's so that's- great. That's really cool. There was another woman. She told a story about when her and her husband had bought a, a home to retire in. And she thought, oh, this would be a great home. I could take care of children in it. And he was absolutely opposed to it. He said, right. I don't want to see crayons on the wall. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then he dies and he had let his insurance, his life insurance lapse. So he didn't have life insurance and she needed to do something to supplement her income. And so in a very timely, like we talk about how the timing of these things can be so relevant too. Yeah. when she started thinking about, well, I need to bring in some extra money. Maybe I can actually start that business I wanted that he didn't like, you know, when she was thinking about this and then suddenly the house was filled with a smell of very strong coffee, which was something he made. And it was, he was known for his very strong smelling coffee. At first, she said she got up and thought she'd left the coffee pot on. So she first went in the kitchen and she had just woken up and she's waking up to the smell. The coffee pot was not on. No one else was in the house. And yet she was awoken by this strong scent of coffee. And she immediately, and that's what I love about these two. It's this immediate knowingness of what the message means. Like she immediately felt that was his blessing to say, yes, you know, you could start that business because now he doesn't have to look at crayons on the wall because he's right there. (laughs) 
Right. I mean, it's a great thing. So now she's like, okay, he's fine with me starting this business and knows that she has to take care of herself. Right. And that's one of the ways. And she, it sounds like she loved the kids. So he knew that too. So yeah, I mean, that's cool. That's knowing that smell too. certain smells like, you know, I love it. And, you know, you had mentioned this on one of our other, just jokingly about TV shows, because we know there are all kinds of shows about ghosts and you've got ghost whisper and everything, and they do have to go the Hollywood route. And so it's not, you know, the, the real experiences aren't really like what we see on TV, but (laughs) that show ghosts you talked about, I think that's what it's called where they're in that old home and, and they each had their ability to do something someone could move something it it all touches on these different traits but the one that was really funny was the one that could apparently smell like he just passed gas right (laughs) yeah that yeah those are hilarious yeah (laughs) so it's funny that they take that you know that the old factory is what they're talking about that kind of an adc and they put it into comedy in the show where okay if we're going to talk about smells let's make it a bad smell and funny smell that's that's where they go with that so it's kind of funny yeah i love how the entertainment business will just bring that back and make it more normal too it's giving a normalcy kind of to talk about it, <laughs> to talk about this, even though it's all, that one is all made up. It's a right. storyline, but to know, okay, this ha- does happen mm-hmm. and might not be to that extreme that they have on the shows, <laughs> but okay. They, you can feel them. You can smell them. You can, some people can see them, you know, yeah. all these yeah. different things. It's just, okay, great. Like even like the person would write on the window, make yeah. pizza. Yeah. So they could smell the, they wanted to be able to smell the pizza because they wanted to have pizza. Right. So it's just those little things. And they I'm glad find the humor in it. Right. Yeah. I'm glad that they're doing that to let people know they're not crazy. Right. It's fun. It's a great thing to right. experience. So well, and since you mentioned and seeing some, that's what we're going to talk about next week, the different kinds of visualization, being able to see someone that they come to you and a partial or a full seeing of them. But we're also, we could give a little plug to the wisdom app that we're on as well. Um, check it out. It's a social app that you could download and Trisha and I can hop on and just have live radio shows anytime we want. People come on and talk to us and tell us their own experiences and their own stories. And it's also interesting because some people are listening to hear those stories and to feel better about themselves and what they're going through. So we will continue to talk on the wisdom app and look for people to come on and share their stories so we could play them back here. Yes, you are not alone. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at Trisha dot misty dot tm at gmail.com our podcast surviving death and dying is available worldwide on apple spotify google iheart amazon audible listen note facebook youtube and more you can also go to our website surviving death and dying.com where we have the links to the books we talk about so please like share subscribe and follow we did it again we survived death and dying another episode 
because we believe life and love never dies.